Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller. This is a pro wrestling show, and we are going to talk about the Royal Rumble. Now, anytime you talk about a pay-per-view or a premium live event, sort of, that isn't the next day, people go, you're late, you're late, why are you so late? Well, I'll tell you why I'm late, because I watched the Royal Rumble, obviously, yesterday, all four hours of it, then I did an ups and downs video, then I also had a wrestling match, so I had to drive two hours down the road, then I had the wrestling match, and I came back, it was two hours, and when I got in the door, it was one o'clock in the morning, and I didn't feel like talking about the Royal Rumble, but look, better late than never, but better never late, and honestly, I don't even think it is that late, I don't know about you, but, um... One of the things that I enjoy doing when there especially has been a pay-per-view, that's what I'm saying it, like the Royal Rumble, is for a good few days I look for other people's opinions. I'm not sure why I'm explaining this to you. You've clicked this podcast, so clearly you still have an interest. Now, we are going to try and put a positive slant on things. People still watch ups and downs and they're amazed. Well, this was very positive. Yes, you absolute jabron. That was the whole point to begin with. So we'll start with the positives. I'm not even necessarily sure these are positives from a WWE point. Uh, sorry, from a, from a fan point of view, very much positives from a WWE point of view. But I enjoyed seeing Ronda Rousey back. I thought that was quite fun. I thought it was, well, look, I'm a sucker for a big pop. And obviously she got an absolutely massive pop, which I always think is cool. I always enjoy it. I always like it. There were some people going around saying, well, she didn't look very good. But, you know, Raw Rumbles are, look, I, I'm not, I'm certainly not, um, I don't want to ever be that guy that goes, well, I wrestle, so I know more than you. No, of course I don't. That's absolute, you know, nonsense. You know as much as I do, and I know as much as you do, and, you know, there'll be varying degrees of that. But I do think it's harder to show actually what you're capable of in a Raw Rumble, especially when you've been out for a year, year and a half, whatever it's been for Ronda Rousey. So I'm not going to get into that. We'll see what she does on Raw. We'll see how she does going forward. The report is that it's going to be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. I wouldn't say that I'm overly enthused about that. I think Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch would be a better match, which apparently they're saving to WrestleMania 2020. Let's say 2028. <laughs> Six years, we'll get to it. 2023. Again, so much can happen in wrestling. I'm always a bit um, worried, I suppose, about if we're ever going to get to those things. But Charlotte Flair is a very, very good wrestler, no matter what you think about. There's always a thing on the internet about Charlotte Flair, but she's a very, very good wrestler. And Ronda Rousey last time, I think, proved to us all that she has the chops too, so I'm sure it will be good. And if it also gives us Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, which would be good, and we're going to get Roman versus Brock, and we're going to get Bobby Lashley versus somebody, who knows? The the WrestleMania card's shaping up to be pretty good. So I did enjoy that. I thought that was fun. I thought that was nice. I also enjoyed seeing a lot of the old legends, we'll use that word, come back too. Now look, that doesn't mean that we can't also say, wait a minute, why doesn't WWE have enough women on their books to fill the roster, especially when you've gotten rid of some really good ones, like a Mickey James who was in it, like an Iconics who were invited back into it, but uh, for one reason or another said no, probably because they were like, that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a joke. That is, that is an issue that they need to contend with. I think that's an absolutely fair one, but I especially liked Ivory. I never thought I'd say that in a million years. Not that I was against Ivory back in the day, but she wasn't someone that, you know, was high on my, my favorite wrestler list, but the right to censor gimmick, I hate that music, but I thought it was fun. The way she got in the ring, got eliminated straight away by Rhea Ripley, also thought it was fun, and gave Rhea Ripley a little bit of a spotlight, which I'm never going to to be against. And somehow she's 60 years old. 
So we need to sit her, Bobby Lashley, and our truth down and just say, and DDP, what, what are you taking in? I'll, I'll take it in too, because you guys look really good. So yeah, I enjoyed that as well. And this is the problem. Like, I think in both Royal Rumbles, there was a big lull in the middle where it just felt a little bit dull because I don't think we told enough mini stories throughout. And there were some mini stories throughout, but I didn't think there was enough. Like Nikki Ash being at Mighty Molly thought it was cool. The interaction between Rhea, Rhea, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash was kind of there. But in the past, I feel like we would have gone bigger with it. So I'm not 100% sure why we didn't do that. I did like Rhea Ripley throwing out Zelina Vega and, and uh, Carmella. But again, the Sasha Banks things, talking about Zelina Vega. She tucked out Sasha Banks, which is great in the moment. And maybe Bailey's going to come back and we're going to do that tag team match. And then I'll hold my hands up and say, you know, I, I got it wrong. But I don't understand why we brought Sasha Banks back on SmackDown when she could have been number one in the Royal Rumble and got a big pop. It's not like anybody knew that she was coming back on SmackDown. So it's just kind of sort of some inconsistencies like that. And of course, when R Rousey came in at 27 or 28, whatever the hell it was, it kind of, well, you knew what was going to happen. And I think that's fine. If you're bringing Ronda Rousey back, she probably should win the Royal Rumble. Not that she has to. There's so many ways to do it. For example, Charlotte Flair could have pulled the Hulk Hogan Sid Justice and just pulled her out of the thing. And then Bianca Belair could have won. You know, that would have been better. So I just... <laughs> I take it back what I just said. But yes, I thought that I did think the women's Royal Rumble was better than the men's Royal Rumble because at least there was more going on in it. But I still didn't think that there was enough to be completely honest. Although I did like the Naomi Sonya Deville thing. I'm kind of sounding like, I mean, I've just talked about a lot of stories. But look, for one reason or another, when I watched it, I still didn't feel like there was enough. Maybe that is on my shoulders. Maybe I had too high, too higher expectations. And I suppose in back in the day as well, a lot more... There'd be more wink-wink nudge-nudges to WrestleMania, but we don't really do that anymore because the Elimination Chamber match that's happening in Saudi Arabia is uh, is going to take precedence, as it does, because I, mean, I don't like it. We've talked about it before, but WWE makes a lot of money, so they really like it. We're not getting into morality. We've done it once. We don't need to do it twice. So, yeah, like, it was... I don't, it, 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 that kind of uh, intonation in my voice kind of sums it up. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It was okay. Uh, maybe the event actually would have been better if we had ended with the Ronda Rousey, like the Women's Royal Rumble had gone in the main event and she had come down and, and, and smashed some fools. But either then, like to me, the whole event was kind of summed up by what we did in the first match, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Now, that's not even true either because I thought the match portion of what they did was awesome. And Seth Rollins has now just transformed into the Joker, which I think is great. I thought the Shield entrance was a great way to troll Roman Reigns. I thought Roman sold all this well. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's in my head. And I'm not saying that it didn't make sense storyline-wise. You know, like after a really, really good match, Roman Reigns locks in the choke. Seth gets his hand to the ropes. Maybe some shenanigans there. Roman decides he doesn't want to let go. So the referee says, well, you didn't answer my count. Now, anytime I moan about this, again, it's always the idiots. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It's always the people that seem to miss my point. There we go. That's a much more nice way of putting it. Who are like, what do you mean it doesn't make sense? I didn't say it doesn't make sense. What I said is I'm bored of that finish. Because I know why WWE are doing it. You have Seth Rollins, who's a super duper duper star. You have Roman Reigns, who is like the face of the company. And everybody, you know, everybody's behind him. And like, yeah, we'll go. You can do it. But... They don't know who they want to win. And they don't know who they want to lose. And so what they do is nobody wins and nobody loses. Like, sure, Seth Rollins technically won, but no one came away with that for thinking there was winners and losers. And that's, I'm just bored of it. That's all it is. I, I'm, I'm bored of it. And then the same people come back, well, you don't get bored of clean finishes. I'm like, no, that's like saying, I, I, I don't get bored of a 2-1 victory in a football game. Like, it's all about the, the tension and the drama that you create within that. And within wrestling, you can do whatever you want. And this is my other point. If you don't want Seth Rollins to lose, you don't want Roman Reigns to lose, 
You don't have to go with that finish. And WWE does it all the time. You could have a goat come out. Like you could quite literally have a goat come out to the ring and go, bear, bear. And it turns out the goat is joining the bloodline. <laughs> like You could if you wanted to. It would be weird. Maybe the goat wins. And that wouldn't make any sense. But there's no rules and there's no hamstringing in pro wrestling. So to always go back to this, oh, well, we'll just have Roman not answer the count of five. It is disappointing. It is. And... So many people are saying, oh, I'm sure it will lead to a match at the Elimination Chamber. And maybe it will. But if we're doing Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, which we are, they're not going to beat Roman. So Seth's going to lose again. I don't think it's a good idea right now with Seth Rollins. Because I think Seth Rollins has found his sea legs again. And he's absolutely smashing it. I mean, you could argue it's between him and Roman Reigns right now. They're one and two in the company. I know they push Roman as more. But I think if you want to argue Seth has more worth, maybe you could. You know, I certainly wouldn't be against it. So... That was disappointing, which also, of course, ties into the Men's Royal Rumble, which did end disappointingly. And that's why I think there was a lot of negativity online, which I completely appreciate, because it leaves you with that feeling of your stomach of, oh, oh. Because I love the story. I love the idea of somebody being screwed out of their title and being like, well, I'm going to enter the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to get my instant revenge. But even WWE kind of mucks around with that. Because now... The big question is, well, who is Brock Lesnar going to choose? Are you flipping kidding me? Don't treat us like morons. If he chose Bobby Lashley, that would be stupid. Like, it would be stupid. And I know you could say, yeah, but he wants his revenge against Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns ain't in no cahoots. And even if, and if they are, that's a stupid storyline as well. Brock should be completely focused on Roman Reigns. And he can be like, oh, you know, I'll get you soon, Bob. And you can do that rematch down the line, SummerSlam next year, whatever, you know. But when you do all of that, it just felt like this was never the plan and you try to retroactively fit everything else in, which apparently, according to the rumor mill, and as always, we take it all with a pinch of salt, was the case. There were so many changes, particularly in the Men's Raw Rumble, all these spots and ideas we had come up for, we then had to work around the fact that Brock Lesnar is winning the Rumble. I think I would have done it with Seth Rollins, but we don't know what the plan for Seth is at, uh, at WrestleMania. But I think that would have benefited him more. I think people would have been more behind it. I don't even mind Brock Lesnar being the guy to win the Rumble. I just think the way they did it wasn't um, wasn't conducive to a... Well, I guess it, after everything that had come before it, too. Like, you had the Kofi Kingston spot, which broke my heart. I really hoped that was just some weird thing they'd come up with. But no, he was meant to land it, and he didn't. So I felt so sorry for that guy, because come on. I mean, Big E, again, one, beneficially moved to SmackDown, which makes the whole brand split look absolutely ridiculous. Two... Just got thrown out of there by uh, Randy Orton, I believe it was, after he came out. And there was no, like, look, you got to get rid of him, cool, but there was no pomp and circumstance. Commentators didn't really, re- really react. And look, if he's going to go back into a tag team with Kofi, I can't be too mad because I love it, but I'd be a little bit mad because that man needs his redemption world title storyline. How is he ever going to get it on the Roman Reigns SmackDown with Brock Lesnar? I don't know, unless he's going to feud with Roman after Brock's done. Could happen, actually, could be fun. But it was the same with Kevin Owens. He got chucked out by Shane McMahon. Now, look, I will tell you this. I did not mind Shane McMahon coming in at number 28. There should have been more surprises, if nothing else. But he should not be throwing a Kevin Owens out like he was a bag of potatoes. And it could potentially lead to Shane McMahon versus Austin Theory at WrestleMania, given how involved Vince McMahon is with, um, with Austin Theory. And I'm all right with that, too. Shane McMahon carries a lot of weight. Go listen to the pop he got when he came out. I get a lot of that is a surprise, but whatever. My worry is that he would beat Austin Theory, and that really is bad. There's no excuse for it. But Austin Theory beating Shane McMahon with Vince McMahon being involved in some fashion should actually help Austin Theory, which should be the plan. We talk about this all the time now, and I say it too. Like, is he my favorite guy? No. But if they've chosen him as one of their dudes, then make sure you do right by him so we can actually see if this is going to work. So, yeah, I didn't mind Shane McMahon coming out. Really did not like he threatened Kevin Owens. Look how bad was I. I picked Kevin Owens and Big E. 
they were, they were my two picks. And then I said Roman Reigns. I got the story right. I said Roman Reigns was going to lose and then win the Rumble, but they did it with Brock. Maybe it would have been better to do it with Roman. I don't know. That's something we can ask uh, all, the, all the time. And that, yeah, like everything else, it really did drag at points that the men's Royal Rumble, which I thought, you know, I thought was a huge shame. I should probably get the, uh, the entries up because otherwise I will forget. I thought my brain was going to be able to service me but it is not and before we do get there quick shout out to my new patrons that joined up this week again if you don't join up i can't do this show or you know continue to be on there so i wanted to as we mentioned just shout you out simon miller that's not right patreon.com forward slash simon miller 316 so thank you very much chris corvos aston which is the greatest name i've ever heard in my life thank you very much to sally walker thank you very much to sammy jawson <laughs> great names you people have and thank you very much to james cromley uh Crummy, i should say it really really does mean a lot to me so thank you very much for being on board right where's my raw rumble list for the mim um Liked everything with Johnny Knoxville. Dude's got one hell of a forearm. Better than my forearm. <laughs> I've been wrestling for like three years, four years. <laughs> He's much better than me, but fair play to him. That was great. Enjoyed the Bad Bunny stuff. Again, but the Bad Bunny stuff is kind of indicative of everything that we should be doing. I love that ba Bad Bunny is really good. There's no two ways about it. Bad Bunny has a natural uh, ability for professional wrestling. But we also maneuver him into positions where he can be good. I don't understand why we do that for, for other people. Also love the Chad Gable spot. But then again, that was kind of bookended by nonsense. Because I loved it. You gave me the biggest one. But Damian Priest looked like an idiot when he got thrown out by Omos. An absolute idiot. So, yeah, that was, um, <laughs> I don't know. But here we go through it, and I'll be quick with this. But AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Austin Theory, Robert Roode, Ridge Holland. Don't even remember what Ridge Holland did, right? I think he had one elimination, maybe. But pff, I can't remember. Um... Robert Roode got told very distinctly where he is in the pecking order. Shinsuke Nakamura got eliminated, wasn't even on camera. Austin Theory did all right, but I don't think we put over his Iron Man spot massively well, and AJ Styles was the same, but AJ Styles will be fine. Um, Montez Ford with the Street Profits just got thrown up by Omos, so there's nothing there. Talked about Damian Priest. Sami Zayn was always good. I would have liked it if Nakamura had stayed in, and then we could have approached two stories, right? Build the Intercontinental title program, which we have to do, and do the Johnny Knoxville stuff. I mean, Sami Zayn was in for three minutes and 17 seconds i think that's crazy i did like everything we did with omos but you know you've seen it a lot so it wasn't actually too exciting can't remember anything ricochet did did enjoy everything with happy corbin and madcap moss and drew mcintyre thought that was a nice surprise ridiculous that dominic mysterio was out before ray even got in the ring and the street profits are already gone so that was weeks of television that went nowhere dolph ziggler understands his role as does sheamus fair play to both those guys we will miss them when they're gone we do not respect them enough in their time rick boogs I don't think that haircut has done much for him. It's not going to make a big difference, but it's probably not going to be the best decision in the long run. We've talked... I mean, Riddle was good. That flying RKO. But again, Randy Orton. Randy Orton is in for two minutes and 20 seconds. He probably should have come in about 20 just to, you know, get the thing going a bit because it wasn't really to do with the entry order. For about 10 to 20, I was like, things need to happen. Essentially, as soon as Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville were gone... You had the little spot with Omos and some, I guess the, ne the next beat was the Drew McIntyre thing, but that was a good sort of 15, 12 minutes. And there was no one in either Rumble. No one really came out and destroyed everyone. Like it would have been great if Omos had thrown out more people and maybe Ronda, because Ronda didn't throw out that many people when she came in. So Ronda came in at 28 and she did eliminate four people, but it wasn't boom, 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 boom. And I think I would have appreciated the boom, 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 which is what all wrestlers say, breaking the fourth wall here. Anytime a wrestler is coming up with a match, and they get to a bit where there's like a segue. They go, and then we go, boom, 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 boom. And I'm always like, I know what that means. <laughs> we going to throw some punches. You're going to hit a drum. 
And uh, yeah, it was basically Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar came out at 30. Brock Lesnar was only for two minutes, 30 seconds, and he eliminated five people. <laughs> no wonder people were annoyed. So he took out Orton, Shane McMahon, Bad Bunny. He took on F5. Fair play to that guy. Riddle and McIntyre. Of course he did. I did see someone make an interesting point too that, you know, one of Drew McIntyre's uh momentous moments was the fact he threw Brock Lesnar out and now they've kind of 50 50 did I don't think it's that bad but I kind of got it I kind of understood and actually it was AJ Styles that was the Iron Man it was 29 minutes and six seconds which is not that long compared to some and then in the women's it was Aaliyah no it wasn't it was Liv Morgan no it wasn't it was Bianca Belair of course it was Bianca Belair a lot of people see in the this is why I think the women's one was better I just thought there was more thought put into it. Maybe it wasn't mucked around with as much. Because uh, where am I going? So Aaliyah that I mentioned got 22 minutes, 50 seconds. And don't forget, AJ was on 29. So we're roughly in the same bracket. But then Liv Morgan goes 37-20. Bianca Belair goes 47-30. Natalia got 36-17. And Rhea Ripley got over 30 minutes too. And Charlotte Flair did. So I think it's much more interesting having a... But then again, they didn't clear the ring either. I don't know. Look, all I can tell you is that sometimes you sit down to watch things and the Royal Rumble does have a high bar because when the Royal Rumble is great, there's nothing like it. And um, yeah, I, I didn't walk away thinking Baba Ganoush. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hate it as much as some people did either. It was just there. And if most other WWE pay-per-views were just there, I'd be like, man, because it's the Royal Rumble, they come but once a year. And if you really want to get uh, depressing about this, you know, you only get like 70 Raw Rumbles in your lifetime. <laughs> and that's not even true because you probably don't start watching wrestling until you're about 10, 60, 60 Raw Rumbles. That's how I look at my life. How many Raw Rumbles am I, am I allowed to watch? But hey-ho, you know, basically, if you want to be a professional wrestler, become an MMA star. You know, go to UFC, winning a championship, and then you'll probably, you'll probably win the Raw Rumble. We'll talk about the other matches too. I kind of, I did a disservice to Becky Lynch versus Do Drop on ups and downs, which I apologize for. I still would have given it a down, but I didn't really explain myself because, I mean, honestly, how long did that video go in the end? I've got it up here. Where is it? It went, everyone go watch it anyway, please. <laughs> yeah, it's 26 minutes, which is way too long for a recap show. But again, there was so much to recap. So I just kind of wanted to get through it as best as I can because I think you want to have, um, you know, attention spans are low in 2022. But I didn't mean it was a bad match, but I just, you could have just taken it off the show. It went like 10 minutes. The show was already four hours. I don't think it did anything for Becky Lynch, and it did nothing for Dewdrop. So it's like, what's the point? And the sign set on fire. The WrestleMania sign set on fire, which isn't true. It isn't funny, sorry, I should say, because that's really, really dangerous. Naturally, it's flames, it's fire. But WWE must have their pyro. And I actually quite liked Edge and Miz versus Beth Phoenix and um, uh, The Miz. I thought it was fine. My, the thing I enjoyed about it the most, as I've said a lot, is you could just tell they were so happy that they were with the other halves on this grand scale in front of, what, 40,000 people or whatever it was. And I enjoyed, like, I thought Maurice was the star of the show when she did the Hurricane Rana and shocked she was able to pull it off. She just gets it. But Miz is always good and Edge is great and Beth Phoenix is really good as well. That was fine. You know, that, 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 that was fun. And I think that was, that was all the matches. Oh, no, of course, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Here's the thing with that. Really, really good. Right result as far as I'm concerned. It's nice to see Brock Lesnar get pinned, even with shenanigans, especially good for Bobby Lashley, who's on a tear right now, and good for that guy. I think I expected more. And I don't know what I mean by that, because they did a lot. The German suplexes were crazy. You had the misspear through Barry Barricade. 
I don't know. I suppose it was more of an angle than I was expecting. And I like the fact they locked up and they were both as strong as each other and Bobby Lashley got to, to do some German suplexes. And I don't even mind Bobby Lashley winning the belt back after all that nonsense. That's always going to happen with Brock Lesnar. He never loses, which I advocate for, correct word. But we should just do it for more people. More people should be protected like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are, are, are protected. I suppose Seth Rollins in, in, in one sense. But there's ways and means. And I would rather have an absolutely dumb finish like that with all the bells and whistles and the uh, whatever the other phrase is, than the, the, the Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins finish, which I don't think that you, you can do that, but they just do it too much. Whereas at least when you do over-the-top stuff, you're like, this is sports entertainment, I suppose. But I am very, very pleased that Bobby Lashley is a champion, which does bring up another question. Apparently, and again, news rumors, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, there's no plan for Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. It's definitely going to be Roman versus Brock. They've wanted to do that for ages. And it could all be lies. But yeah, apparently, they don't know what to do with Bobby Lashley. I mean, what would I do? I would probably turn Seth Rollins heel and do Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Big E is not even on the brand anymore, so very sadly, we don't have to worry about him. I don't believe Kevin Owens is going to be in that position. So I would use everything that Seth has done recently, keep his character the same, but just tweak it a little bit, and do Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins, and I'd probably give Seth Rollins the win. Not that I want to take um, the belt off Bobby Lashley either, but I just think that's the way the... The, the waves are flowing, or whatever the right thing will be. And there was also reports out there that apparently morale was low at the Royal Rumble. I think this is from PW Insider. I'll just read it to you if I have. Do I have a quote? No, I have one from an, an anonymous talent. We were all in a whirlwind, just as you had your role and spots down. Everything started over and over, and we were back to square one. It changed again and again and again. It wasn't an easy night even before we hit the ring, which is exactly what it felt like to me. I said that before I'd even read that um Excuse me, before I'd even read that story. So it doesn't surprise me at all. And you would be annoyed. If you keep imagine you were doing a financial report at work and they kept, oh, you gotta do that, you gotta change it. Which like, oh, for goodness sake. So and I don't know why Cesaro and Finn Balor went in it. Can't feel sorry for Finn Balor. He posted a picture in Ireland after he got wasted in his pub with his um you know, his lovely well, it seems like a very his very lovely wife. So he doesn't care. That's why I love Finn Bella. He is so, so damn good. As for Cesaro, I do believe, and again, this was on Reddit, so you know, I don't want to get I I, I I glance at Reddit, like you know, I don't really get into it. But it's a good it's a good place to keep up to date with news and wrestling stuff. And I think he was liking some tweets about uh, people saying, why wasn't he in the Rumble? And why wasn't he in the Rumble? You should always find a place for Cesaro, especially because he has one of the best explosive sort of hot tags, go, go, go sequences there is, which is what the Raw Rumble needed. Anyway, it's a shame. We'll see what happens on Raw later. Ronda Rousey's going to be on it. Brock Lesnar's going to be on it. I probably will imagine we'll sort the WrestleMania making events out quite quickly because WWE likes to do that for their stupendous show. But it's not an event I'll ever go back and watch again, which is a shame because when it comes to the Rumble, I like to go back to them. And I can't, uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can't see, I don't know what I would watch from that. Again, even that first match for the Universal title, I was like, yeah, I, I know that finish is coming. So it's probably going to steer me, steer me away from it. But hey-ho, that's the, you know, we tried, we failed. It's a shame because that SmackDown before the Royal Rumble, I thought they built up things very well. I was very, very excited to, to see where it was going to go. 
I think Mania will be quite good. I say that. <laughs> then we'll get to it. And we and we will go from there. But the next show... Actually, I'll tell you guys now. I won't announce it on What Culture for a while. Uh, the next show is... What are we calling it? We're just calling it Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. Amazingly, I will not be upping those downs for that show. I am taking a week off that week. It is my first week off in two years. Now, this doesn't make me a cool person. I'm not saying it in all men. Everybody bow down to me. But yeah, I just realized it as me and my girlfriend decided we were going to take some time. Two years of nonstop ups and downs. The last uh, year I took off is when me and my girlfriend went to New York just before the pandemic, my word. We got lucky. Literally like two weeks after the world went to went to hell and back. But yes, so it, you know, I, I don't know what we're doing as of yet in case you're interested, but I will be taking that week off. And I'd already planned to take that week off when WWE went, oh, surprise. There's a pay-per-view in that week. Otherwise, I probably would have taken another one off because uh, I don't like to miss the big events because I'm crazy. But uh, yeah, so that's going to happen. So now you know. Otherwise, the PWG Battle of Los Angeles was this weekend. I haven't seen it. I won't spoil it for anyone because I get that it's Monday. I do know Leah Rush got injured by a bunch of moronic fans, it sounds like. That's never cool. The show is not about you. It's not about you as much as you may want it to be. And a big thank you to everyone that came down to the Westlands Arena last night for the UPW show. That's my first match after I had surgery. Not going to lie, we had to work it a little bit because I'm still not 100%. So a lot of back bumps, not a lot of front bumps because ribs do not like bumps. But that was, I, I had a really good time. That's where the moneymaker Miller character is doing his thing. Still your UPW World Heavyweight Champion. And I won it completely clean. There was absolutely definitely no cheating. And there was absolutely definitely no shenanigans. I can't wait. I really want the people that hate me. Like the, the, the crazy people on the on the internet. I really want them to hate uh, hate me to come and watch one of my matches, which is just full of WWE nonsense. I think they'd melt down and I would absolutely love it. Um, let's answer some questions too. Also, come follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You know the deal at Simon316. Twitter especially is where I'll ask you for your questions. So do it. Again, thank you to all my patrons. Patrons.com forward slash Simon316. If you want to support the show, even a dollar means the world to me. It truly, truly does. If you're into fitness, check out grillamind.com uh, forward slash Simon. Use the code Simon to get 10% off. These are the supplements that I use. Don't have to believe me, but you know, it's, it's up to you. I always think you need to be discerning when you are going around this crazy internet thing. And I want a cameo if you'd like a cameo. And uh, on that note too, um, I suppose it's just random. Thank you to all the people that left me lovely reviews on Cameo the last couple of days. I sometimes find it... I mean, this is the reason I didn't go on it. I suppose this is just the way I see myself. I felt I felt a little bit silly going on Cameo because I don't see myself as having a big platform. Uh, but loads of you sent me really nice messages. So thank you very much. And for the people that go crazy about Cameo, I charge a very, very small amount because I would do it... I feel like you should do it for free, really. However, it's nice to get a little bit more money in the in the pocket, especially with the crazy YouTube, which goes up and down, and the Patreon, which goes up and down. So, you know, when you're working for yourself, it's just nice. But I've, I've deliberately kept it really, really cheap. But the point is, it meant a lot to me. You really did make my day. So thank you very much. And a shout out to the guy at the Royal Rumble who had Simon Miller as my dad sign. I was at that particular point, my girlfriend had sat down next to me because I got up at some crazy hour to watch it. And she'd, she'd sort of mosey on downstairs and she sat down because she likes Ronda Rousey, really. Or she knows Ronda Rousey. So she wanted to see if Ronda Rousey had been in it or not. And she saw it. So that was a very nice moment for me. <laughs> so thank you very much. Right, questions. My man Francis Reyes says, which NXT talent were you surprised not to see at the Rumble? Well, I thought they may have done a, I'm not calling him Gunther, a Volta... 
uh, Bron Breaker thing. Because I thought if you had put both of them in the Rumble, they probably would have got a big response. It's a great advert for NXT 2.0, which we need. Promotion would be good. And Volta could have screwed over Bron Breaker, thrown him out. And then maybe you could have done the Hulk Hogan Sid Justice thing with that. And he pulls him out. And they've gone in there. You've advertised your third brand, but they haven't really. Like, you never want to put an NXT talent in the Rumble and they just get thrown out. Because what's the point? You're shooting yourself in the foot. However, doing it that way... I kind of felt like would have been good, but never mind. My friend Tom Ori, a very good friend of mine, who does not watch wrestling for the record. Has anyone ever failed to get into the ring? <laughs> it's quite high. And then another friend of mine, Matthew Pellet, has said there's this, and he's posted the Titus uh, slide under the ring. Poor guy. He's never going to get past it. Another good friend of mine. Man, they're all here today. Ben Ward. Hope you're doing well, dude. How on earth can the WWE take something as traditionally fun as the Royal Rumble and give us that? <laughs> Which kind of sums up how a lot of people thought. I will admit, I didn't think it was as bad as that. However, I don't really have any overexcitable feelings about it either which is a massive shame because I think you always should do with the Rumble. Dad Attitude says, what do you think of AEW's Casino Battle Royal format? I'm not a fan personally. Should they copy the Royal Rumble but put a spin on it like a roulette wheel? No pun intended. No, I don't think so. The Royal Rumble is so um, cemented with WWE. I think it's always good to think outside the box. Not like how TNA did it when they went, okay, now we're going to do a Battle Royal where you have to get into the ring to win. It was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. But everybody would know what they're doing. And look, I completely appreciate that you don't like it. I quite like the Casino Battle Royal format. I actually think that allows them to have their own special twist on it. Whereas the Royal Rumble should just stick to WWE. They've done it. They have perfected it into, well, I wouldn't, well not in terms of the content, but the, look, the Royal Rumble is always interesting when you're watching it. And then afterwards, obviously, you make a decision because it's like, well, who's going to come next? Who's going to come next? Like, it's just great. Uh, Johnny says, do you think AEW should introduce a yearly Dynamite or Battle of the Belts event dedicated to a 30-man Battle Royal to compete with the Rumble? The Casino Battle Royal is underwhelming. <laughs> right, so other people don't like the Casino Battle Royal. Now, I don't think you want to do anything that goes too head-to-head -to -head like that because I think it's too obvious and it's too transparent. And look, you can, you can do it, but you have to say, you know, we're going to war now properly, which doesn't mean going on to Monday nights but I think that is a more direct shot across the bow. So you'd have to kind of tie it into the promotion as well. I just don't think AEW needs to do that. I think they're doing fine at the moment. Uh, Chris says the men's rumble was a bit predictable with a few surprises in the entrance, but are also a few big names missing. Balor, Bliss, Cesaro. I didn't mind Alexa Bliss so much. I still like they're telling a different story with her. How would you split it between one-time surprises and full-time superstars given it's limited to 30? We don't need too many surprises. If you do 15 surprises, by number 15, you'd be like, oh, for pity's sake. But I think you probably want four or five. Where's my rumble thing up again? Let's actually count who we could. I mean, surprises we didn't know. So, Melina, I knew. Kelly Kelly, I knew. Uh, Michelle McCool, I knew. Cameron, I knew. See, I don't, see, the problem is I don't know if WWE announced this or I read it somewhere. That's the problem. So some of these, to be fair, may have been surprises. The only surprise I would say on that list was Ivory and Ronda Rousey and Mighty Molly. I didn't see that coming. So I would say, actually, no, Alicia Fox done it before. So I would say that's three. So I'd say you probably could go up to five or six. And then in the men's, you're right. I mean, Brock Lesnar was a surprise. Bad Bunny's a surprise. Shane McMahon's a surprise. That's three. And I wouldn't call anybody else a surprise. So you do, uh, yeah, I mean... That's definitely something that was lacking. So five plus, but maybe five max. If you do 10 surprises over both Royal Rumbles, you're probably going to wear people out uh, after a while. But maybe not. I guess it all depends how you do it. 
Um, Omni Geek says, favorite Kurt Angle match? That's a good question. Probably Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, maybe? Yes. I think that's probably my favorite Kurt Angle match. Oh, I do like Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle as well, his first TNA match. That's very good. Mark says, why weren't you number 30? I know, man. I ask every year. And for some reason... <laughs> <laughs> they don't want people to react like, who's this bald guy coming out? They would think I was a stagehand. That's what would happen. Music would hit, and they would think, here comes the production guy. Oh, we better get back in there, which would be very funny. Guardian of the Grey says, will WWE make the mistake of Rousey versus Flair instead of Rousey versus Becky? Well, they are doing that because they want to do one this year and one next year. I agree with you. I do Becky first, but... We'll see what happens. What opponent would make you most excited for Lashley WrestleMania? Uh, Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins, to be completely honest. Because they're my boys. Or Big E, but that's not going to happen now. Is Dan Housen a top five all-time gimmick? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think you can say that just yet, but I am a big fan of him. I think he's very, very creative. And how do you get your head so smooth? I just use a, a, a hair trimmer it looks smooth trust me if you saw it in real life i have more hair than the camera actually lets on but that's fine because it works with my gimmick zach says do you think ronda rousey will challenge charlotte or becky lynch seems to be building towards charlotte yes i'm 99 sure it is and who will face the champ ronda doesn't challenge uh i think it will be anka versus becky is my guess um and then you've mentioned bailey and sasha banks i know after i said that earlier i think bailey's going to come back and reteam with sasha which will be difficult to sell but hey-ho, <laughs> we do what we can. Insomnia says, which team would benefit more if they split the Mysterios or RK-Bro? Well, I'm going to go with RK-Bro. I don't want to do it anytime soon, but I think Randy Orton and Riddle should split up eventually and we should do that match. And I think Riddle should be the heel as well. I know that's controversial, but I think it would add something to his character. Whereas I don't want to see Dominic versus Ray. I don't want to see a father versus son. Not that I don't think they could have a good match. I'm just never going to buy it where I think Randy Orton and Riddle have planted the seeds in order for me to, to accept they do that. And then Zach also says, do you think AEW will do their own version of the Royal Rumble? The Twitterverse and Interweb seem to think Tony Khan would put on a better Rumble than what we just saw. What are your thoughts? Thank you as always, Simon. And you also smashed it hosting This Is Progress. Thank you. I should have talked about that, really. Yeah, so um, This Is Progress, Chapter 127. It's on the WWE Network or Peacock now if you'd like to watch me hosting it. Very surreal. I'm not going to lie. I can only watch a little bit because I struggle to watch myself back, as I'm sure many of you understand. But... A really cool life tick box, absolutely. And hearing people say nice things like that, I appreciate it. I just think I do a terrible job all the time. <laughs> it's true, I do. Not in a bad way, in a push myself way. So it's good to hear that. Thank you, my friend. Um, the thing is, Tony Khan would put on a great Royal Rumble. I don't doubt that. But we can't all of a sudden pretend that WWE has just done terrible Royal Rumbles for years. That's not true. You know, they have given us really good Royal Rumbles, especially the one that Drew McIntyre won. So they just dropped the ball with this one. And sometimes it happens, a swing and a miss. Uh, Michael says, what was a relatively basic wrestling skill that scared you when you initially started training or performing? Oh man, chain wrestling. And it still scares me now. I'm terrible at it. It's really, really hard. Uh, for me, it was my first back bump from the second rope. Terrifying. No, dude, that is terrifying. Anything going backwards is terrifying because you don't know where you're going. You should be terrified of that. You'll protect your neck. Uh, Balaji says, who do you think would have been a good addition to WCW during 96 to 98? Oh, I mean loads. Bret Hart, who eventually went, obviously, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, you know, for star power. Um, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. <laughs> Everybody. They all would have rocked there. Tony says, do you think WWE should run fewer premium live events and I hope to increase quality? Same for changing Raw to two hours. Hope you're well. Thanks, man. You too. I mean, yes, they should, but they won't because they get more money this way and they're a business, which is fine. I get it. But uh, they would lose so much money if they drop that third hour of Raw and advertising revenue. They'll never do it, even though it'd make Raw such a good show. And yeah, pay-per-views is good for watch time on the network. And obviously now Peacock will expect a certain amount of content that they will have agreed. So it's never going to happen. Although I do agree with you. Carl Notweathers, <laughs> great name. Why didn't Veer come? Oh, I know. I was desperate for Veer to come out at number 30. And then we get the coming to Raw soon video tonight. Not happening. Sucks. Irma says, what do you think they're going to do with Roman versus Seth? Since Seth didn't get the clean pin and the belt, do you think Seth will somehow end up with WrestleMania with Roman? Or do you think they'll focus on Roman versus Brock? Two words for you. Finn Balor. Two more words for you. Top rope. <laughs> Hopefully they'll do it at Elimination Chamber. But you're allowed to expect that it probably won't happen. And this is the end of it. I really do hope I'm wrong. The Kingsman says, how do you think WWE decides Lashley's challenge for WrestleMania? Uh, I think it will be in the Elimination Chamber. Yes, it will. It definitely will. Also, what do you see McIntyre doing at WrestleMania? That's a really good question. Uh, so he's on SmackDown. He's not going to be going with Roman and Brock. I mean, Drew could be good to go. He may actually be that person that takes on Roman post-WrestleMania. So you have to have him have a big win, you would assume. Baron Corbin, probably. I said that the wrong way. I really like Harry Happy Corbin. I think, and Baron Corbin. I think the perform. I think as a performer, he's incredibly versatile and doesn't get the credit he deserves at all. However, I've seen that match so many times, it just doesn't excite me. A name will pop in, but there will be someone. Yes. Um, we're going next. Iris Wrestling Entertainment says, "Now that you're on the WWE Network, what's the next achievement? Wrestling on the WWE Network. We'll see what happens, or any kind of big television service. We'll see what happens." Rigger, if Repo Man came out, what number would you want him to be? Any number. I wouldn't care. Thirty-two doesn't make sense. And what was the biggest missed opportunity we didn't do in the Rumble, as in build, as in building somebody up or starting a feud? Um. Oh, I don't know. Probably something with Rhea Ripley. Didn't enjoy Charlotte taking her out because she just got the butt end of that feud. I don't I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what they're planning to, but there will be lots of things. I mean, Austin Theory throwing out Shane McMahon if we're heading in that direction or vice versa. I would have preferred that than Kevin Owens, but, you know, we can't have nice things. Michael says, I think some mid-carder is going to challenge Bobby at the next pay-per-view. And at Mania, who would you choose and why? We've kind of touched on that. <laughs> GS90 says, do you think wrestling would benefit from VAR? No, nothing benefits from VAR, not even football. Joe says, do you think The Rock will ever come back? Maybe for a match with Roman Reigns. But if he does, that's it. He's done forever. And was it me or did Roman try setting up The Rock bottom on Seth for a second? A teaser. Yeah, but he's done The Rock bottom loads recently. He just does that now, I guess, because he knows... He knows where they're going. Uh, Mike says, with the Universal title and at least one of the women's titles having their challenges for WrestleMania, who... Oh, no, we've done that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you want to know who... I think Seth and I think Becky Lynch. That's what I'm going with. Or Bianca Belair, I should say. Back in 1997, how much did the fans know about Bret Hart leaving, going to the Survivor Series? Well, I was about one. <laughs> so I didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. So I can't answer that. But look, there was still rumor mills back then you just you know uh, you engage with them in a different way so i think a lot of people knew hence why brett did the whole wcw thing clarky with it being reported that wwe has no idea what to do with bobby lashley at wrestlemania what is your likely outcome i'm going to stick with it and go with seth 
Um, Flat Top says, name, oh no, we've done that one as well. Or oh, it's a repeated question, I should say, but thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Luke says, who would you have wanted to win both Rumbles? Yeah, I think now after we just talked about it, Bianca Belair and do a little thing with Charlotte and Ronda to get them out to sort of provide another cool story. And I would put Seth Rollins in the Brock Lesnar spot. I think Seth Rollins, I just think, I know it's his second one in a few years, but I just think he was a guy that would have benefited from it. Or a Kevin Owens or a Big E. I think any of those three would have been would have been better. I would have preferred Austin Theory. I, I, I just something different, you know? Something, something different. Um, Only Connect Wrestling says, why is Shane McMahon? Well, the answer to that is because Linda and Vince had sex 52 years ago. I mean, that is the true answer. I shouldn't have said it, but it's absolutely true. TGB says, why the flub can't people just be fans of both AEW and WWE? And why haven't you magically fixed it? You're our only hope. Well, it's because I would say, and I don't know, and people still say this to me all the time, they don't understand. When I sit down to watch Aurora Smackdown or Rampage or Dynamite, I don't even worry about the three initials. I just think to myself, did I like that? Yep. Did I not like that? Yep. And sometimes can I be a bit biased depending on my mood and what else has happened that day? Of course, I'm a human being. And you have to be transparent about that stuff. But I think when it comes, say you're a WWE fanboy, I think you do it because, you know, wrestling is part of your identity and it's you know people do this with a lot of things not just resting but it's part of your identity so you probably sit there and you go well because i get so much self-worth from this and again because i relate to this so much maybe i will be the defender of wwe and that's how i get through my day which is a crazy way to be and i could be totally wrong i could be off my rocker but i just think it comes from people that don't have that much confidence and the way they find Again, worth is the best word in this life is by being, I'm the ultimate WWE fan and I will defend it to the hilt. And really all that's doing is making them sad pandas and they get into crazy rows on the internet. But of course, it shouldn't even be about AEW, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, GCW, whoever, MLW. Just watch wrestling and enjoy it and don't enjoy it. Like the Royal Rumble, some people are melting down about it. And of course, you're allowed to be that passionate. But eventually, draw a line under it. Remember, it was just something stupid on TV and go do something else. Mary says, in order to stop the overuse of DQs, distractions, and the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment, what are some old match stipulations you would like to see return? Some only Iron Man on a pole, etc. None of them. I just want, excuse me, I just want winners and losers. And <laughs> I talked about this earlier, but I like sport, right? If you're a fan of the Premier League, two biggest teams right now, Liverpool, Man City. And if you're a fan of them, the exciting time when they clash eventually, who's going to win? Who's going to lose? That's, that's the story that you want to tell. And it, it, the, the drama, again, comes from the fact that one is top of the league and one is second in the league. So, when you get to a match like Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, I don't want it to be, oh, it's a submission or they can grab a, something that's on a pole. I want one to win and one to lose and go, oh my gosh, well, what does that mean for Seth Rollins? And what does this mean for Roman Reigns? I want to be able to create these stories in my own head. And you don't get to do that with all the nonsense, which is the major reason why, yeah, I don't like it at all. And Andy even says, what is next for Rollins? I mean, I think he's probably going to go to the main event, well, the, the WWE title match at WrestleMania. I, I would be massively surprised if he doesn't. Striker says, as someone who does this for a living, do you ever just need to not watch wrestling? <laughs> uh, yeah, there are days. Of course there is. Like, you know, on those weekends where you have to sort of fit in eight hours of wrestling in two days. But it's not necessarily the wrestling. It's the other things. And I don't mind doing it. I feel very privileged to do what I do. But, you know, I'm very lucky I have an understanding girlfriend. That's all I'll say. There's a lot of sacrifice in this gig, which is fine. because there's a lot of sacrifice in all lines of work. 
But um, yeah, when it sort of infects your weekend a lot, you do. You need understanding people around you. And she is very understanding. So yeah, sometimes it can be frustrating. And also, do you think they'll ever do right by Big E? Man, I don't, if I'm honest with you. I don't think they see it. And it breaks my heart. It really, really breaks my heart. Uh, CEO of Regal says, what is a bump that is more complicated or hard to pull off than it seems? A headlock takeover. You would be surprised. King says, who should be Edge's opponent for WrestleMania? AJ Flubbin Styles. Rashid says, what do you think is the end goal of the Cody Rhodes character arc in AEW? I don't think it should be an end goal. I think it should just be fascinating and interesting and intriguing every single week. So we all sit there going, well, I don't know what's going on. That's why I like it so much. Uh, James says, who threw the pie in Kevin Owens' face? We're never going to know. We're never going to know. Who shot Greedo? Uh, who shot first between Greedo and Han Solo? We're never going to know. Freddie says, why weren't you 28 in the Rumble? Like I said, they wouldn't let me in. Jordan says, what in your opinion is the most underappreciated wrestling gimmick ever? And why is the correct answer Paul Virgil? Jordan, come on now. Repo man. We all know this. Eric says, after seeing some brutal landings, do you think the over-the-top rope to the floor elimination rule can be updated to better protect the performers? No, I don't think so. I mean, those bumps sometimes look worse than they are. They are very scary to to take. But no, if you take it okay, you're gonna you're mostly gonna be fine. Uh, Dennis says, "Have you ever wrestled in Canada? And if not, who would be your dream Canadian opponent other than Bret Hart?" No, I haven't. I was going to do a lot of North American stuff before the pandemic, but you know we've talked about that before. I would suppose my dream Canadian opponent would be Edge, Christian, Lance Storm, Chris Jericho. I can't think of anybody more. I'll be missing someone and I'll go crazy. Uh, Mike says, per Meltzer, who do you think WWE reached out to the Rumble that turned it down, excluding the inspiration? Oh, I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I don't have any you know news or rumors about anything like that. I'm sure some people did and I can understand why. But yeah, I, I, I couldn't even hazard a guess. I'm trying to think. Maybe Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, you know, Brian Myers, maybe somebody like that. Uh, CL Slugger says, what match made you say, wow, this is what I want to do? Also, are you a fan of the older Noah All Japan, New Japan matches? If not, I highly recommend watching. Yeah, I mean, I've watched all the classics. So I think it's important if you're trying to get into wrestling, especially as in to do it. I mean, there was no match that made me want to, to, to change my mind, not change my mind, but convince me I wanted to go and learn how to be a wrestler. That was just something I'd always had from being a fan. And I just went out and did it one day because... Well, I'm quite hard-headed, to be honest. If I get an idea in my head, that's that. It has to happen. Uh, a lot of questions about what's next for Seth Rollins. That's kind of interesting that people are engaged in that. Uh, Andrew says, why can Bobby Lashley hit multiple spears and Brock gets up while Roman Reign hits one and Brock is stunned? Is Roman stronger than Bobby? Is Roman's technique better? Did all those spears just add up? I need to know. Well, yeah, exactly. Roman spears is just better than Bobby Lashley's. You've seen it in front of your eyes, Andrew. That's all it is. And if a, if a kid ever asks you this, you have you have to take it. Or maybe when Roman hit his spear on Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar wasn't as ready for it. So it's Brock Lesnar that was stunned, much like he was in 2016 when Goldberg speared him. You see, William Regal, Regal lives inside us all. Uh, MF says, hello, legend. It's very nice. Between Bree mode and right to censor entrance themes, <laughs> which one is worse? Bree mode. Bree mode. I hate it. Like a squiggly snake wiggling in your ear. And I really like Brie Bella. This is what I can't stand sometimes. I said I hate that. You hate Brie Bella. No, I think Brie Bella's great. And she was super over. Hate her music, though. And I'm allowed to hate her music. It's perfectly fine. Uh, Dogma says, is 27 too old to start wrestling training? No, just go and do it. Even if you are 50, do it. Be the first guy who ever started wrestling training at 50 and made it. And you may not make it, but you'll never regret it. No, my friend, go and do it. I believe in you. Uh, Robert says, is Tessa Blanchard being blackballed? If so, why do you think she is? Google is your friend, my friend. 
It's a very, very controversial situation, but you read it and it will make you sad in your tum-tum. Uh, and Crossface Chicken Wing says, is Shane McMahon making the WWE product worse? I hear he's booked in the Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. His Rumble appearance was not good and other wrestlers are far more deserving of the spot. I see what you mean, but if Austin Theory beats him, that's going to mean more to a lot of fans than other people Austin Theory could beat. So this is one where I'm going to be that guy and I'm going to wait and see if it plays out and then regret it because it never does. Snowman says, are you sure you're not killing yourself for watching bad products that WWE is vomiting out of their shib hole? He didn't write shib. <laughs> no, I don't watch it that seriously. doesn't mean I can't have a serious take on it. These are two massively different things. But if I ever get to the point where I feel like that, I'll just give this up and I'll walk away because it's just not worth it. And we finish with Dennis who says, Simon, do you think we'll ever see WWE consider AEW direct competition in the likes of how they did with WCW? My friend, trust me, they already do. The signs are there. It's not on the same scale, but believe me, they absolutely do. And if so, how long do you foresee that happening? Yesterday. <laughs> That's true. Keep up the great work. Sincere regards, Dennis from Canada. Dude, it happened. I promise. Trust me. It's just, it's like how we fight wars these days. Wars are fought very differently to how they were back in the day, and it's the same with this war. But they absolutely do not like it, and they are actively trying to find out ways uh, to stop it. There is actually a few more that we'll do really quick ones for. We'll do quick fire. CDC, why does the WWE hit AJ Styles? They don't. They think he's one of the most reliable people ever, hence why they put him in positions where they think he's just smashing it, and usually that he just does. Uh, Juno says, have you ever done gory self-mutilation in a match? No, but probably will one day because it's wrestling. McNichols says, will Drew McIntyre be added to the Roman and Brock feud? No. Uh, Mike says, why was nobody meaner than Tamina? to do the exact opposite of trying to... I don't know what that means. Are you sure you're not... Oh, we've done that one. That's it. That's it. Our thoughts on Shane being in the final three. We've done that. And would you have... Would your response to the show still be the same if Ronda came out and didn't win, but the Brock story of the night still remained the same? No. No, 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 no. I'd much prefer Ronda win and we didn't do the Brock one. I love the Brock story. I love it. Just don't do it with Brock. And not in a bad way. Brock Lesnar, to me, is one of the best wrestlers ever. We did a whole podcast about this. But... He didn't need it right now. And not, it's not even that. You could have Roman, you could have Brock Lesnar win the Royal Rumble. The Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar thing didn't need it. There's so many other ways to get to that match based on the history and what we've done before. Whereas other matches probably did need it. And we didn't give it to us. And I don't know why. Well, I do know why, because WWE relies on their big players, which is also fine if that's what they want to do, but it is going to kick them in their ass eventually. And maybe we've already got there a little bit, given how some people have uh, have reacted to this. So there we go. We'll draw a line under it. Remember, we're done now. We're done. That rule run, we don't have to bother you anymore. That was two days ago. That was Saturday. Boo, Saturday pay-per-views. Rubbish, gives my ass. Move on. Enjoy what's ever going to come next, which will be Raw later. And look, if we're talking about star power, other problems aside, Ronda Rousey should be fun. Brock Lesnar should be fun. Bobby Lashley is the champ. Should be fun. What's Seth Rollins going to do? Is Roman Reigns going to pop up on the show? Are they going to actually have a story for Biggie and why he left? Do we get to see Veer? Where the flub is Elias? So there's lots of things that we can dive into. But in the meantime, I plugged all my ship. Support whichever ones that you would like. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Uh, we may do one tomorrow. I may leave it sort of more middle in the week when there's more news going around. Unless something crazy happens on Raw. That's something else I will do. If there's major news, we'll jump on here and we'll start talking about it. Because again, I'm always interested in hearing other people's thoughts. But once more, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your ears. And I'll talk to you again soon.